0: You are now listening to the Talk Your Jits podcast. Welcome back to the Talk Your Jits podcast. This podcast is, as the name implies, all about jujitsu. I'm your host, Lamar Smith. And today's guest is a white belt who trains at Rogue Wave Jiu Jitsu and martial arts located in West Palm Beach, Florida. Ladies and gentlemen, Eddie Stevens.
1: Hey, Lamar, how are you doing?
0: Good. How's it going, sir?
1: Hello, hello. Oh, can you hear me? Greetings from Florida.
0: (laughs) I can. And welcome. All right, again. (laughs) How's it going, sir?
1: Hello, and welcome from Florida. Can you you hear me? I can hear you fine. Testing, one, two, three.
0: Okay, there we go. There we go. All right. Because it, it didn't sound like you could hey, hear me at first.
1: Hey, Lamar, how are you doing?
0: Pretty good, man. Pretty good, man. Just, you know, always a good time to sit down and talk about jujitsu.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me on the show.
0: Man, the pleasure is all mine, sir. Uh, let's get these, uh ball rolling. If you want to formally introduce yourself again, by all means, and let's hear about your jiu-jitsu journey.
1: Yeah, my name is Eddie Stevens. I live in West Palm Beach, Florida. I am currently 51 years old. Uh, I started jujitsu a couple years ago when I was 49. I uh, train at the Rogue Wave Martial Arts here in West Palm Beach under Ryan Conforti. I've been doing it two and a half years, but I am still a white belt. And I guess I would be a good example of someone that started jujitsu late in life and not really having much of an athletic background um so Mm -hmm. i just dove dove right into it and uh two and a half later is i'm I'm still trying to keep my head above the water
0: (laughs) wow so so um so what got you what you what got you started into uh doing jujitsu
1: well i I started in april of 20 and uh, that was right at the beginning of the end of the pandemic and i just really needed some type of real human contact uh so I did some research and I wanted to do something that was challenging and uncomfortable. And I couldn't think of something more challenging and uncomfortable than jiu-jitsu. So uh dove right in and uh, felt like a like a wave hitting you at a beach where you just get knocked <laughs> over. Um, but I, I know a lot more now than I did when I started. Um, of course. It's been a great sport i've been in one competition which was uh crazy um and i'm just happy to show up uh, try to go uh trying to go three times a week um but more realistically probably two and uh, every time i go i I get a little better than i was last time
0: yeah man that's and that's how it's supposed to be you know if you know if you go you show up you have no choice but to get better
1: yeah now um I might not be great, but i'm I'm probably in the best physical shape. and uh, mentally, um, just doing these flows where you have to react and you know your next move is based on what your opponent does. that's that's very much what I do in life. I'm an attorney. So mm. physically, having that um, those moves, you know, replicate them again and again and and hopefully become mus- muscle memory. It's mm-hmm. very much the same, you know, mentally what I do at work every day, you know, reacting to people doing something and hopefully finding that that leverage, posting and throwing it back at them. So it's a cool little, you know, having the, the work thing and then doing it physically. Um, it's very similar, very similar, just different.
0: Gotcha. 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 So um starting you know so with starting jujitsu ju- uh, at your age which is you know to me no no matter what the age is the perfect age to start is today. Um yeah. <laughs> so was like was you feeling any type of intimidation or did you have any kind of like doubts or worries about when you started training?
1: Yeah, I thought I was going to get killed. Um cuz I um the people I work out with um some of them are like serious athletes and mm-hmm. they they train for real. Um And I've kind of uh, let go of the whole ego thing. And um, these folks are now like my buddies, Um, some of them, you know, really good friends. And I would never have had the opportunity, Lamar, to meet these folks, but for um, just showing up and doing something that scared me and was really uncomfortable. But once you start doing it, you know, these people aren't going to kill you. Um, Mm -hmm. No one's, you know every once in a while there's a dick, uh, but most folks there want to train in a way that they don't get hurt in a way, you know, if it's playful, it's, it's a little more fun and more engaging. Mm -hmm. Um, and just, you know, doing technique, uh, you know, competition training is another, another dog, but just doing technique, there's no reason to, um, to get hurt typically. Um, training and and the competition takes it up a whole nother level. And, you know, I I see people get hurt either they're, they're spazzing out and they don't really understand the flow of it yet, or, um, you know, they're, they're in competition mode and, you know, they have, they see red. Um, But other than that, you know, chances are, you know, you're just going to have a fun role. Um, Every once in a while, a, a dick comes by And it's just a jerk, but I think those are pretty rare in our gym. And, you know, the whole community is pretty cool. And, uh, you know, it's, there's not too many dicks. Excuse my French. Yeah,
0: (laughs) it's fine. You use the
1: word jerk, I guess. Um, But in life, there's a lot of jerks walking by and they just, you know, mess with your energy. And, And, you know, I've experienced that once or twice, but in a two and a half year period, that's, those are low odds.
0: Yeah, definitely. And that's, you know, I've talked about that a lot, Uh we've mentioned it on this, on the podcast so many times when we talk about the uh, camaraderie of jujitsu, because uh, when you walk into this environment, it's like you're walking into like this tribe, you know, you're trying to, you know, you're trying to find your place, you're trying to make sure that you're not, you know, bumping or stepping on anyone's toes, or you feel like, you know, I'm just here as a, as a hobby. And this person is doing this for like eight hours a day. I don't want to get in this way. But like you said, these are, the, these are the people that you meet and they become your family. Like, you know, these, you know, people who, like you said, who train so much who are high to, who are high level competitors and do jujitsu as you know, a daily thing, but they still will take the time out to help you because you do the same sport.
1: Yeah. That's, that's the beautifulness of the welcoming of jiu-jitsu and I think that people who take it seriously you know they have an obligation to help people like me um, mm-hmm. and make me you know feel like I'm not gonna get hurt and you know I've where I work out I've never you know I've always felt part of the team even when I competed uh, um, and our, our coach uh, we have 200 people now in our in our facility which is I think a, a big number and, yeah, uh, for coach Ryan Conforti has this ability to like keep everybody, you know, in, in kind of a cool collective mode where we are really looking out for each other. Um, and, you know, again, if, if we're training with each other, the, the purpose is not to hurt each other. It's to practice the technique he puts in front of us and try to master it. And you do that in a way, um, and once we start rolling, we just pretty much practice those techniques and uh, depending on the intensity of the person you're rolling with. Um, but, again, I'm, I'm having a blast at the age of 52, um, showing up at uh, 6 a.m. in the morning with these guys, and some of them I've been working out with now for, for over two years. And, again, I would never have met these guys but for showing up in a jujitsu facility and saying, what is this about? and showing up the next time in shorts and a t-shirt and slowly finding my way into a rash guard and eventually spats and uh you know it's it's a cool little uh ritual routine and um uh, i like the things that that go along with that ritual
0: yeah for sure and it's you know that's funny because like once like the more and more you dive into jujitsu the more your wardrobe changes (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> like it starts it starts with the simple stuff like you know uh, like geese and rash guards and like you said spats and stuff Next, year you know you be surfing online for t shirts. And next thing you know, your whole wardrobe is strictly like jujitsu stuff.
1: Not not just <laughs> my wardrobe, but like everything in my world. If I look at my social media now, I don't see like I all I see is jujitsu stuff. And mm-hmm. um, you know, every it, it's again, once you open that door, it's it's so hard to close it. But my vocabulary, I'm watching UFC now and and you know, I never really watched sports before. My wife is more of an ESPN gal than I am. But mm-hmm. on Saturday night we got it on ESPN Plus now. We're watching uh the prelims uh just uh, this past weekend, you know. Uh it's cool. Um it's, it's funny. Great... Man. Yeah. <laughs> Cause like I can look on my social media
0: now and I think I probably have a few number of you know a few number of friends on like you know Facebook for example. And I want to say a good 80% of those people are from Jiu Jitsu.
1: And and all of my jujitsu buddies are like so engaging on social media. They're like, you did it! Yeah. And it's it's just the whole community uh just goes well beyond that, you know, one hour uh, workout that you do uh in enrolling. Um so yeah, I, I again I would not have met these folks but for. Um so I'm really glad I stepped into the rogue wave facility and asked what is this thing you guys are doing called Jujitsu?" Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean that's 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 awesome man. It's it's very very awesome to hear uh someone uh cuz this is your first school, correct?
1: Yes. I've gone to other places just to check them out and I have done a bunch of different seminars with folks um but pretty much stayed um in this one facility. Um really like the coach really like the people there there's really no need to have more than one home uh, and right. plus it's it's ten minutes away from my house so I couldn't ask for it, it to be a better location so
0: not at all man because you have you know like you're close by you you love the environment it's very very welcoming so yeah that's perfect that's like best case scenario right there
1: yes um I used to go to the six o'clock class and then I had a health issue come up that I had to deal with, um, and now it's really hard to get to that six a.m. class. So, mm-hmm. uh, making it to the seven thirty gi class more often than the six a.m. But these folks that show up at six a.m. Re- you know religiously, um, they're they're really intense. They really want to be good. They really want to be good at, <laughs> really at jujitsu, um, and, and yet yeah. they they still put up with the likes of me. So. You have God to be a,
0: a special kind of person to want to get up at 6 a.m. to do jiu jitsu.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I,
0: I'm one of those people. Uh, we used to have a 6 a.m. class, and I miss it so much.
1: <laughs> well, it was cool because, like, I'm a morning guy, and you know, I have a pretty intense work. Um, and once I hit work, it's hard for me to like think I'm going to go back and work out. Um, So if I don't hit the the 6 a.m. or the 7.30, I guess there's a noon class that I sometimes hit. Uh, But by then, I'm pretty much already my day has me and it's not going to let go of me. Yeah, Um, it
0: it definitely has uh, took over my life, like with my daily schedule, Uh, because we train Tuesdays and Thursdays mainly. um, And I don't I don't plan nothing those days. Like Tuesdays and Thursdays are strictly for jujitsu. Like I work on, I, I train at night. I work on my podcast all day, and that's Tuesdays. Tuesdays and Thursdays. That's what I do. Just all jujitsu
1: stuff. And you put out a lot of content, Lamar. I was scrolling through your channel and watching some of these. Uh, you have a lot of people you've interviewed, so. Good yeah, job. man. I'm,
0: I'm I'm I am closing on closing up to a hundred. We'll
1: so have to bake. Like, we'll have to bake you a cake.
0: I mean, I appreciate it. <laughs> I appreciate it. But well, let's uh kind of backtrack a little bit because you said you you competed. So yeah, how was how was that? How was your first competition?
1: It was it was cool. It gave me something to work to. Um again, I'm not the best physical specimen. So, you know, my, my coach came up to me before and I'm going up against someone that's just huge. I mean, he's a white belt, but um not too many people compete when they're in their 50s so i had to go down in age and up weight mm-hmm. and so the guy i went against was like this navy seal guy and my my coach comes up to me and says he's big he's strong and, and i'm like is this what you want to tell someone at, right and you know <laughs> if you're gonna win you got to do it quick um so I, I didn't do it quick i got uh, i got killed um two out of three but uh because there were only two of us, I, I did get silver. Hey. Hey. Um, um, so my team got some, some <laughs> points. Um, and, and, you know, if for me, I'm doing this cause I, I want to expand my comfort zone and, mm-hmm. um, I didn't think I was going to get so nervous. And, uh, it was a, the world league BJJ or J- world league jiu um, you know, these different tournament people, um, and, and so I, I, they have you like in an hour block, you know, you're going to compete this hour. So you got to be there 10 minutes before your hour starts. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, again, I'm a, I'm a trial litigator, so I, it's very hard for me to, to get nervous. Um, and, and when I got in that cattle pen where they line you up, I got nervous and, you know, they, they take you down and, you know, you're in front of the Like an arena, Um, Mm -hmm. like it's more than a gym. It's like a university gym and um, there's stands and stuff and your, your heart is going. And, you know, I had a physical phenomenon that I hadn't experienced since I was in trouble as a kid where, you know, my nerves kind of took over and I was nervous, like nervous, Mm -hmm. like I've never been in a really long time. And it felt good to have all that adrenaline and cortisol, you know, pump through your body Um, and for like 30 minutes I had, um, this rush that I had not had. Uh, I hadn't had that feeling since I was a kid. Um, and then I did my matches and they were over pretty quickly. I did not get hurt. Um, my opponent opponent was great. I think he recognized, uh, the situation and, and dealt with it accordingly, but you know, he had big dramatic moves and, uh, he got his gold, uh, and uh, I, I, you know, my wife was watching. She was a little scared that my head was going to get ripped off. It did not. Um, yes. <laughs> but but that just shows you whatever you present to this community, that the community kind of takes care of you. And yeah. um, you know, it it took my situation, and I, even though I didn't get the W, I got a great experience. Um, I wasn't really expecting to win. Um, but uh you know now i'm probably more comfortable doing something like that than i was and you know next time i do it we'll see if i have the same you know rush of cortisol and my god was i tired after that um oh
0: yeah
1: <laughs> i slept uh really good uh, that night but you know to have all that stuff go through in 45 minutes and then you know you have your match and i can't imagine doing gi and no gi that would be um that would be a lot for your first time i just did uh, a gi match uh, but it was because there was two of us the best of 3 um yeah really cool experience i would you know it gives you something to work to um uh, competition training is different than technique um yeah. and uh you know after that moment that's probably when i was in my tip top shape um, was you know working for that uh, competition and and working up to it Um, and uh, that was you know in april and now i've i've fallen back into just going you know twice a week with uh without working to something so i I think it's good to have something that that makes you work a little harder um, at least for me um, because apparently i need these little mental games to to motivate myself to show up and and do better. <laughs> um the games no, are man, that,
0: you are you are developing a jiu-jitsu mind dude that's all that is uh I am that same way uh like I did my first tournament uh last year and it was the best two out of three the guy was you know bigger than me strong and you know I got wrecked it happens uh and the second, second tournament I did, I did both Gi and no gi. Um, Wait, was it the second one I did? No, the second one I did just Gi. And the third one I did was both Gi and nogi And I have been in situations where I've cornered MMA fighters. Uh, so I've been in like, you know, back in the locker rooms after people fights. And they talk about adrenaline dumps. Mm-hmm. And I've seen it happen. I've had my fair share of like training, but going from like you know training you know rigorously training for a set amount of weeks having these matches is a whole different breed of adrenaline dump yeah cuz i was after after the two after the tournament i'm driving home and i think maybe like 10 15 minutes into the drive i started to feel it and i'm like oh this is bad to, I'm like, and I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the GPS, like, oh, I still got like 15 minutes. I got to push it. <laughs> so when I finally got home, man, I just, I didn't even like, I, I just crashed. I just laid, I, I just like sat down and next thing you know, I'm waking up at like four in the morning the next day. Like what the hell happened? <laughs> but you so, feel great, right?
1: I felt, I felt amazing. Oh, it was <laughs> a great night's sleep. Yeah, it's, I felt amazing. It's, it's very hard to try to describe. And I don't think I would have accepted the explanation. You just kind of have to go through it to see what that is about. But um, mm-hmm. it hits you, you know. It hits you. For real. Um, there's no, no way around that. Um,
0: no and, like, there's no stopping it
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean that that's the cool thing about jujitsu is that any any time of day you know it shows you exactly what you're made up of and and what you're about and there's there's no you know bullshit there it just it is what it is and yeah uh, there you go um, yeah but I, I certainly know my strengths and weaknesses in a much deeper way than I ever even contemplated them before I started jiu-jitsu. Um, mm-hmm. So just thinking about it, you know, in that way um, is pretty enlightening. Do you like, uh, do you like gi or no gi better? Do you have a preference?
0: I do now. What's that I do mean? now. I have fallen more in love with no gi. Is
1: there, is there a reason for the no gi love?
0: Uh, man, I, I just, to me, I feel like there's more freedom. I like the, I like the, the, um, the intensity of a no-gi match. I like the 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 uh what's the word I'm looking for the intensity of uh, a, a no-gi match can get like don't get me wrong I've had some very very good roles in a gi but sometimes but to me I feel like no gi you just it's just more free.
1: Yeah
0: by no much more modern
1: key. too you know
0: yeah I don't have to worry about you know heavy clothes weighing me down or you know i'm being held down by somebody who got you no know, got grips or my uh on my gi or my lapel and i'm you know so i it's it's but that recently started happening it wasn't like um like cuz our my school is predominantly gi so we've been i've been training that way for like the past uh 4 or 5 years and i just recently like earlier yeah, like a few months before i did my first no gi match i started doing no gi and i'm like yeah this is I like this.
1: I really, really enjoy this a lot. A yeah. whole lot. No gi is pretty cool. Um it's gi is very restrictive. And I have um the illness I have is called psoriatic arthritis. And okay. because of, because of that, it's hard to it, it hurts to grip. Um yeah. and in gi, you're that's all you do is you know, you're controlling with grips and no gi, you're still doing all that technique, but doing landing them in a way where you don't have to tweak your fingers. Um,
0: yeah, that too. That, that's another big thing too, as well. Cause I, I am an artist, so I love, you know, painting, drawing, the and, use of you know, your fingers, <laughs> the use of my fingers, my digits, that were very, very important to me. So especially with me, like uh, one of my, like my uh, last job I did uh, like cell phone repair and it's you know like you're trying to hold these small instruments mm-hmm. and your fingers are throbbing so it's like yeah <laughs> like I gotta save these man these are my money makers so like I, as much as I love you know love jujitsu love getting that gritty fight man but I, I need my fingers so that's another reason why I switched to uh, I switched to no
1: in the in the beginning when I started, my um, cousin Teddy was helping me make these decisions and where to train and gi versus no gi. And he, he's like, Eddie, you should do gi because you're always in a suit. And, of course, if you get in a fight, it's going to be in a courtroom. And I'm like, no, it's, it's probably not going to be in a courtroom. <laughs> um, but, and, and I really don't wear a suit um, unless I'm in the courtroom. Uh, so... Uh, I don't know. Um, Ghee's fun. It's traditional. No gi is kind of modern. That whole Eddie Bravo thing. Uh, you know, it's more, it has an edge to it. I think that's kind of cool.
0: Yeah, man. It's, uh, don't get me wrong, man. Jiu-jitsu is definitely, uh, practical in, in some real life situations. I get what he was trying to say about like, you know, you were, you know, someone wearing a suit, so it kind of resembles a lapel or whatnot. But one thing, uh, you have to think about is that suit is not as durable as a lapel. Mm-hmm. So you can't, I don't necessarily see you really sinking <laughs> in an X choke from someone in your guard. They got on the suit. Cause that's, that's just going to rip.
1: Origin makes my, my work suit. So they're pretty good. No, I'm just, <laughs> just messing um yeah I was like, unless you get some like vulcan's uh you know
0: suits or <laughs> get
1: the cool inner lining you know um i know right <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm so glad my facility has no restrictions on what you wear uh like some of these uh gracie places where you have to go in wearing you know their i guess their uniform or their look mm-hmm. um we get some diverse people the only rule is you know we have kids show up sometimes so they have to be able to see it gotcha so i guess you know we got a little too crazy with some of the language or some of the graphics (laughs) Uh, but i am a i am a good fan of a, a colorful rash guard
0: <laughs> yeah man i i i love how uh modern ju- some jujitsu has gotten yeah but there are some schools that still run that way like you have to wear a certain color a uh, certain color rash guard certain, certain color gi but you know seeing a lot of like uh gis and rash guards now where they're just like oh just crazy colors and, and whatnot and it's like yeah, man, my pockets are not ready. My, you know, <laughs> I am not ready for this the dive into the lifestyle of buying you know, very, you know, very uh exotic geese. But rash guards, man, I got quite a few of them, I have to admit.
1: Yeah. And for competition, you gotta step it up, I guess.
0: Yeah, man, you wanna you gotta show something that represents you, right?
1: Yes. I I throw patches on my ghee just to have some self-love to show people what I'm about, but not too popular yet. Um not too many people throw patches on their gi. I thought that would be like a good way of um, self, I don't know, like tattoos. But I have a bunch of tattoos too.
0: But I'm actually starting to see that now. Like a lot of people got, you know, their gis. They got their names on their bag. They kind of like NASCAR drivers now.
1: Well, if they get sponsorship, what better way to, you know, if if they're getting paid. Um, True. If there's True. a if they can monetize it that way, get you know, support your habit any way you can. If you're good enough, you know, then someone will pay to put their patch on your gi. I'm all for it.
0: Yeah, I, I'm not, I'm not knocking it at all. It's cool. Like I said, it's just, it's just cool to see because um that's something new that I haven't seen in jujitsu. So it's steady, steady evolving in in, in aspects to that way. So I hope it stays that way.
1: Yeah, you can't do that at UFC. You, you know, the whole thing is choreographed down to the you know what shirt you're going to wear Friday night um mm-hmm. but um that is kind of a cool organization and uh it's cool to see the grapplers there um, as long as they uh sometimes uh those wild uh, fists like um I was talking and Niggy Rod was doing a seminar and he was someone asked him why don't you do UFC and he just like I really enjoy jujitsu and I don't like getting hit and the intensity of those fights are just a little too much. Um mm-hmm. so I thought that was that was a pretty healthy uh regard to you know not going too far and just staying, I guess, maybe in your lane a little bit.
0: Yeah, man. I and you you're starting to kind of like slowly starting to see that where athletes are trying to jump, you know, jump from sport to like sport, boxing, MMA, MMA to boxing and stuff like that. I'm counting on on the page of Nicky Rye. Like I I like my lane. I like where I'm at. This is something that if I want to take serious, I can, if not, I don't have to worry about, you know, yeah, I I have to worry about injuries, but I don't have to worry about a concussion. (laughs) I have to worry about, you know, a broken jaw, unless, you know, unless a, a, a choke or something gets cinched in too tight. But other than that, I don't have to worry about no one trying to punch me in the face. I'm okay yeah. with
1: that. Yeah, a little blood's okay. Too much blood, that's uh, not cool. <laughs> nah, not cool at all. But uh bloody lips, bloody noses. Those are pretty yeah, those
0: are those are fine. Those are those are normal. <laughs> you know, a head butter or two, but nah. I don't want nobody intentionally trying to punch me in the face, but I'm okay.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Thanks, thanks, but no thanks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. So uh,
0: so with your, your, you know, your job, I, it's, I know it has to be a very, very stressful, stressful job. Um, how much have jiu-jitsu changed how you approach, approach it?
1: Well, um, I, the big thing is like what it's done to my ego. And, you know, if you're a litigator, you're going to lose and you're going to lose when you should have won. And that's, just the odds of life. Um, and I had a lot more difficulty with those losses uh, before jiu-jitsu. Um, now, uh, losing is kind of part of that experience. And it's not losing in itself, but what from that experience did you gain that you can apply the next time you have that situation show itself? Mm-hmm. So, um, I think it's much deeper that, you know, I've, it's matured me as a person and, uh, I'm pretty immature, um, <laughs> but, you know, looking at things and looking beyond the experience of just win or lose and, you know, what is that experience hold for us? And, you know, what, what did we get from that experience and what are we learning from that experience? You mm-hmm. know, I'm, I'm, much more looking at that than being upset that, you know, I, I got a a loss when I should, when I thought I should have got a win. Um, so that helps. And again, you know, when you're rolling and you're reacting to people and you're reacting in, in real time physically, you know, that rolling experience and exchange, you know, applies to verbal exchanges and, Thinking of things and solving puzzles and you know, I solve a lot of puzzles in life. It's just in an adversarial kind of in your face way. Um, that's the lawyer thing that the jujitsu thing. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, dealing with people, I think it's made me more patient, less spazzy across the board, less spazzy. Yeah. Um, mellower, uh, it's helped me everywhere, um, physically, mentally. Um, it, it's done. It's why I keep showing up because I yeah. see results. I see results. Um, I hear you. So yeah, I think I'll, I think I'll renew my membership.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I think I'm, I think I'm, I'm good for another, uh, another month or two.
1: Yeah, we we roll for the year uh, membership, so I got to do that coming up.
0: Gotcha. But that's awesome, man. Um, uh, yeah, it's, I can't, I can't talk about that enough when it comes to, uh, you know, talking about jujitsu, has it helped me, how, how it had helped me outside of just, uh, going and training, man. Just, uh, just, yeah, just being able to deal with the everyday, everyday life, uh, from work, uh, just, you know, home stuff and just being able to, uh, Find your, your 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 happy space mentally, man. Because without jujitsu, I could I can't tell you where I would be, and I I hate to think about where I would be if I didn't find you know, if I didn't uh, find uh, jujitsu. So, but yeah, man, just being able to keep myself calm, keep myself mellow. Um, I you know I avoid conflict like the plague as much as I know I can defend myself. I'm not necessarily worried about anything when I go out, but at the same time, it's like I don't necessarily want to be put in situations where i will have to
1: so yeah. i think you're you know, looking at just, the world through different eyes
0: yeah yeah because i think the more i guess the more violent you become in like in in a training aspect the more calm you become on the out you know on the outside because you have a place where you could get out that
1: frustration right and you're doing yeah. it a couple times a week and i guess the more you have it the less you need it right
0: yeah exactly <laughs> exactly
1: um But I, I'm much more on a recreational level. I'm not really getting into fights with people at my stage in life. Um, But it's good to know that if someone does something, I just, you know, take their back and rear naked choke them out. And and I I think there's something, if you haven't been choked out um, ever, I think that's an experience that, you know, is interesting and humbling (laughs) and uh, you know, I'm, I didn't mean to get choked out, but I, I tapped a little late and I got a little, you know, um, and, and my coach choked me out once just to show me what it was like in a a very controlled way. Um, and you know, that experience at the, I never had that, you know, growing up and, you know, just this kind of contact with other people. Um, I, you know, I hug my kids and my wife, but, you know, rolling around with, with folks, whether it's a, a girl or a guy, it's, you know, you're, you're touching in a way that, um, is pretty close and, it's personal. Uh, yeah, yeah very and, personal. and, you know, it, it's certainly not in any kind of hedonistic way, but it's just part of, it's part of what you're doing there. It's part of the exercise that's in front of you. Um, yeah. But if, yeah. if, if you don't have that in your life and you're not out there breaking a sweat, you know, what are you doing? Um, exactly. And I look back, I'm like, I didn't have this in my life for 49 years and imagine, you know, I would almost be at Coral Belt if I started at the right time.
0: Yeah, man. I, I think about that too. Like, you know, man, I, cause my daughter, she trains, uh, she, she, you know, she's a, like a four stripe white belt and, you know, she caught on to so much stuff so fast And just being able to sit down and teach her has been nothing but you know, nothing short of amazing. But I think about like, man, if I could have started when she started Mm at that age, world domination, I'd be a a beast right now. (laughs) I'll be part of like her hit squad or something at this point. (laughs) The
1: the B team, but I started at 49, and and fate is what it is, so I'll just be, yeah myself and be happy to be chugging along at my own pace and right not not really chasing stripes or belts or anything just happy to show up and have the experience
0: that's the best way to look at it Uh, so have you have you thought about competing again or that was just like you know i just want to experience it and then kind of done with it
1: yeah i'd like to um this medical condition sometimes takes me out of the game and i'm trying to figure out you know, is this going to get better or do I just have to deal with this? And, um, so I'm kind of in that stage of things. I would like things to get better, but, um, you know, that may be, that may not be happening. So, you know, getting older, you just have to kind of deal with the mortality of your body is not going to hold up like it did. Um, so I'm still trying to figure that out. And, you know, I'd like to hit the mats three times a week. Um, and, you know, I'm like, ah, oh, my, my my hands hurt or this medication is making me feel funny or I have a bunch of excuses. But, you know, the bottom line is no matter what, you just got to get out there and, and just keep showing up. So, yeah, man. you know, I'm, I'm not going to worry so much about whether or not it's working or I'm getting better because it's probably not going to get better. So. I'm just gonna go out there and show up and do my best and try to stop complaining about things.
0: <laughs> yeah, just and I'm just gonna worry about it tomorrow.
1: <laughs> yeah, no one, likes, no one likes to hear you complain anyway, so just suck it up.
0: Yeah, and I, I'm I'm that way, man. Like um, i I'm, I'm there's been no days I'm tired, body is in like immense pain, you know, back, knees, arms, fingers, everything will be in pain, but. I'll be more mad if I did not show up to class. No yeah. one knowing I should be resting. No one I should be resting. But nope. I am in my car. I'm on my way to the gym. I'm wobbling, hobbling in, but <laughs> I'm gonna I'm going to train. I'm going to get out there and I'm going to train.
1: Yes. So the goal is three times a week. And I think that's for a recreational, that's probably a good number to to hit if you can.
0: Yeah, that's perfect. Cause you know, the average Averages what two, two, yeah, two, two days a week.
1: Mm, it, it my facility it seems like it's much higher than two, but um <laughs> well yeah, was, you got
0: like six a.m. seven, nine, twelve, you know, you got like five there. classes a day. So
1: some of them, um, some of them they're they're there a lot. Um, and it's cool to see like I started off with these guys and they were white belts and some of them are like purple belts now. And, uh, they're doing awesome, but you know, they they're there all the time too. Um, so it's cool to see, uh, their progress and, you know, you don't really, you're not like everybody's at their own pace. It's not like something that you're, you compare with others. It's just, you, you do what you do and eventually, you know, Something happens, so yeah,
0: yeah. You can always you you know it's always best to know that you 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 are in this race with yourself. Yes. You know, just because you start with somebody and you know you you blink, you're still one way, and they still you know they're they might have advanced you know further than you, but that's okay. That does not mean that your jujitsu is any worse than anyone else. Because just because your belt does not change does not mean that you your understanding and knowledge of the sport has not uh, having.
1: So, yeah, I enjoy showing up, learning new things, and you know, physically and mentally. Every time I show up, I feel like I'm getting a little stronger.
0: Yeah, and that's and that's the best way to look at it, man. Because I I, I, mean, I can I can say for 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 a fact, man, as long as I've been training, there there will be moments while I walk around like I feel like I'm Superman. <laughs> like <laughs> like like you said, like you you have the knowledge, you 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 have the understandings that you'll go around. You might see someone it's like, yeah, I can take that guy. Like I can take out everybody here if I wanted to, but.
1: (laughs) I get happy when I see the trial guy walk in. I'm like, he's mine today. (laughs)
0: Like he just don't know it yet.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, but then you end up teaching them. So, you know, and you inspire them to come back is, you know, it's cool. That's a big, man.
0: Big circle. Because we were we were we were all that trial guy.
1: Oh yeah. We was all I was, that trial I, was guy. I was the epitome of it because like um I was overweight. I was I didn't even do cardio back then. Um and you know, getting out there just doing the the warm ups gassed me. Um so I'm come a long way in two and a half years.
0: Yeah, man, that is that is like I said, that is very beautiful to hear, man. And this is you know, you are a prime example of, you know, you start jiu-jitsu when you're available to start jiu-jitsu. There is no time restraint on jiu-jitsu. Like, once, if you if you can get out there, just get out there and do your best and, you know, have fun and enjoy.
1: Yeah, and, and two and a half years later, you know, I'm not great, but I'm doing it. Um, so, right. And that's, you know, all that matters to me is I'm out there getting exercise, doing this <laughs> stuff, making – friends, but, you know, taking myself out of my comfort zone and, and making me comfortable with a whole lot more than I was used to. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's that's a beautiful gift that has been given to me.
0: Yeah. And I can say the same thing for this podcast, man. If it wasn't for jiu-jitsu, I, I wouldn't have met so many wonderful people who was willing to sit down and talk to a complete stranger for an hour about, about a sport we all love.
1: Well, Lamar, it's nice to meet you.
0: (laughs) Likewise, likewise. (laughs) All right, Eddie, man, we have a a staple here at Talk Your Jits Podcast, man. We ask everyone who comes on the show, uh, past or present, man, three people you would love to get a chance to roll with.
1: Wow. Um, I mean, pretty much our our studio, we – we have some really cool people come in and I've never really had to think about that because they feed us such a cool supply of awesome people like Gil Burns. And we just had Nikki Rod and John Combs. And, and so I, I've never wanted because our, our facility has always like fed us, you know, every three weeks we have someone awesome coming in. Um, well, That's dope. So I, I, I can't even comprehend your question Lamar uh, cause our- <laughs> <laughs> give it up to, to our guy, Ryan Conforti. Um, but uh, like every three weeks we have someone amazing come in and, you know, um, I don't even know the caliber of these people. And then I roll with them and then I am like researching them. I'm like, Holy cow, this guy, you know, could have ripped my head off and instead, you know, we had a good roll. Um, so yeah.
0: That's that's awesome. That's to, you are the fir- well, you are the first to say that.
1: That's the only way I can answer that question, Lamar. <laughs>
0: hey, that's the best answer, man. It's like don't need to dream it because you already roll with, you know, a lot of them.
1: Yeah. Well, if you're ever in South Florida, come check us out. I got to,
0: man. You know, I, I got so many, as you can see, I have so many gyms to visit.
1: Yeah, you should like <laughs> everywhere you go, they give you a rash guard of the gym and then you know you're decked out for life.
0: Man, that is, and that's, and that's, as, as ironic as that is, that is one of the goals of mine. Man. I want to be able to go visit every school that I, that I've interviewed and get like a rash guard or a patch or something, or have them send me something. I want to make like a big collage of it to kind of like commemorate all the wonderful people that I've met in this sport.
1: With almost a hundred episodes, that's a huge number. So you might have yeah. to, you might have to be more selective than everybody. Like everybody, love, everybody that has everybody. A, everybody that has a cool logo or awesome rash guard or <laughs> something. <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll just do everybody.
0: Everybody, everybody. I would like everybody to to have have something placed on the wall or whatever. But I'll figure it out. I haven't I haven't thought about it as that much, but yeah, I'm gonna put something together where I can get if I have to go get them myself. I'm gonna to try to find a way, but it's definitely a big, big goal of mine is to do so.
1: Yeah, our, our coach or the person who owns Rogue Wave um, with all these cool seminars, one day we walk in and there's pictures of everybody that's given a seminar, giving their seminar, and it's like on the wall. So um, he's like a, the way he thinks is very artistic, and um, it's just a cool approach to marketing and stuff. So in South Florida yeah. – Rogue Wave martial arts, come check it out.
0: Yes, man. Yes. And I was just about to say, man, if there's anything else you wanted to ask, man, by all means, uh, if you got anything coming up that you would love to share, go ahead. If you want to shout out your school, which you already done, but the floor is all yours.
1: Yeah, I have no agenda, just happy to be in better health. And if you are curious and you haven't really done this before. Um, if some old attorney like me can get on those mats and at the end of the day, I'm the one mopping those maps. Cause you know, we let the lowest rank belt do it. So, you know, just that whole experience is something everybody should have in their life. Um, just going through those steps and not, it doesn't matter where you are in life. You know, when you walk in these doors, this is how you're treated and, you know, with, res- with respect and care and love, but you know, there's some rules you got to follow too. Um, so it's, just cool. Like you said, you know, that tribe, it's really cool being a part of that tribe. It's a good, good description Lamar. Um, we, I think we do refer to ourselves as a war tribe. So we yeah, definitely, we're definitely a
0: war tribe.
1: We tribe it up. Um, so thank you for having me on your show, Lamar. I really appreciate your invite, and it was cool getting to hang out with you and, and chit-chat about jujitsu.
0: Likewise, man. And I you know wish you the best on your journey, man. Uh, once you that that white belt turned blue, man, let me know. We can have you back, and uh, we can talk about it.
1: Yes. Uh, well, uh, if it turns, I will let you know.
0: Man, thank you. I appreciate you, brother.
1: Lamar, great to meet you.
0: Yes, sir. And that's it, man. That's uh, the end of today's episode. I would love to thank Eddie one more time for coming on the show and bless us with his jujitsu knowledge. Hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, Please go and follow our Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube page to stay up to date on all future episodes. This has been Talk Your Jits Podcast. Keep rolling, keep grinding, and remember, long live jujitsu. Have a great day.